0: Thank you for listening to Right Jokes, Wrong Times. Today, I was joined by Tori Poole. You can keep up with Tori at ToriPool.com. We started the podcast with me telling her how I'm jealous of some of the things that she does on stage. You do a lot of things on stage that I'm really jealous of. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. I think you do a lot of things, like you can go to very silly places on stage in some of your bits that I can't do. I can't do like silly in a lot of my bits, and I've tried and It fails so miserably, and, and you do it so well. I'm interested to see what, a joke you have that works on stage and how you wrote it and how it changed and all that stuff. Uh,
1: Cool. Well, thank you for the compliments. I love I love hearing them. A joke that really works on stage for me is like anything, anytime I'm talking about my husband, honestly, uh, especially I think that males and females can get with it. But like one of my most favorite is the tech deck one that I do. Yeah. I like it because it has like a built in callback to it and I can also make fun of it throughout. Like I've been experimenting with it lately where I if I do the joke early enough in the set, then by the end of it I can still like throw in a little dig at him at the end about his skateboards. <laughs> but I had fun writing that joke because it was like an inside joke around the house. Like my husband plays with Tech decks Like that is like a thing. And his friends would come over and just like be like trying tricks with each other and stuff and i thought this is so weird i think the earliest parts of that joke i was like being dirty with it like like i was like it's two dudes fingering a half hole i think is one of the things i used to say and then i was like that's (laughs) fucking dirty and so i was trying to like find a way to make it more uh so that i could do it like on the main stage when hosting you know right or just like do it whenever but I have a lot of fun with that one because it also incorporates movement and I wasn't always doing the movement but like I jump around like an idiot you know and that always gets laughs and then I really like didn't figure out what the joke was like I knew the story was funny but I didn't figure out what the joke was until we dojoed it one time oh my god a year ago and we were sitting there and I was talking about how ridiculous it is. I want to say Raul was there and Raul Sanchez was like, is it because he's like a kid? And then that just like, (laughs) it clicked for me that that was the fucking punchline is that... I, you know, essentially I do like kids, you know, and then I could tie it back to the teaching and then that's just, that was really fun. It's, I like writing about my marriage and about like, you know, having a kid. I like writing about me a lot because I've been trying to, I have RBF pretty hard.
0: What the fuck is RBF? Uh,
1: (laughs) uh, Well, my face at rest looks mean.
0: Oh, resting bitch face. Okay. I know resting bitch face. I'm not good at with acronyms. Are
1: you Are you under a rock?
0: It could be like an app. I don't know what that is.
1: Yeah, the new RBF app. It just is mad at <laughs> yeah. you all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that I uh, I spent a lot of time trying to make myself appear more human to people and so i write about like marriage you know sucking and like kid sucking and like life sucking but
0: do you get a lot of inspiration for most of the jokes you write around the house like almost all of my joke writing that i do comes off of stuff that my kids do or my wife does pretty much when i'm chilling at the house almost everything
1: yeah a lot of it is like in the house or like the hangs like after a show like just talking to somebody and then laughing at what you're saying um like talking to like like minded people um or just uh or getting way too stoned and then thinking about ridiculous things and how you know i don't know the other day i was just sitting on my patio and my brain was just on fire thinking about how ridiculous it is that cops are killing people that are different than them but like just kill people that look like you you know what i
0: mean right right
1: go for the clones and I I couldn't yeah. stop laughing because that's just stupid thoughts that I have or I'll see something on Twitter uh that's annoying and then I kind of take that and then I'm like okay how can I make this setup punch like how can I make it the shortest joke possible which is something that I'm trying to do a lot more now especially with like COVID you know because I think attention spans like are shorter and I feel like I can't tell longer stories, and or I might lose somebody if a right. part of it isn't funny, you know?
0: Well, that's why this podcast is so goddamn short, because I know people can't pay attention. And I'm <laughs> like, people don't want to listen to me. So with that being in mind, I'm actually going to move things on. So I also asked you to think about a joke that didn't work on stage that maybe you like. What do you have for me?
1: So... What's funny is that when you first asked me to do this podcast, you were like, I really like your foot fetish joke. And <laughs> that for me is a joke that sometimes it really kills and sometimes it just like it just fucking dies. Like, And I think it has a lot to do with like setting. And if I get tongue tied, that can throw it off, too. Like, because it really is like a rhythm of how long that joke is, you know, like. Right. So, like the foot fetish joke uh, started because some dude DM'd me. Uh, Rose Diaz is his name because I don't care. And <laughs> yeah. I still have the screenshots or whatever. I'll send them to you. But it's so funny because he just, you know, was like ranting about, you know, being my friend and wanting to see my feet and fill oh, cone mold. And it was like, don't leave me on red. It was like threats, but like also give me your feet and be my special friend. And I was like, uh, I have eczema. (laughs) And then I couldn't stop laughing because I've seen like a lot of people do jokes where you're just repeating things. Like I have another joke where I repeat a line at HEB. Like I say, there's a line. And sometimes every time you repeat that, it would, sometimes every time, every time I would repeat that, I would get laughs and just by repeating something. And I thought, oh my God, I want to do this with this long thing and make, and see how many times I can repeat it and get a laugh. So it was really more an exercise in how much I could get away with it.
0: Really? Okay. That's crazy. Because the first thing I thought when you told me it was this joke is I started thinking of exactly the joke you just talked about, your A G B storyline. And I was like, oh, that's funny. That's repetitive. I was like, oh, maybe she writes a lot of repetitive jokes, but I couldn't think of anything else. So that one inspired this new one then?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely was like, okay, if I can repeat and get laugh or drag it out, like, I did that hmm. H-E-B joke uh, at Aztec Theater and it was like sold out. And I right. must have said, is there a line? Like 11 times. I've <laughs> never been able to do that again. Like wow. I haven't been able to drag it out that far. It was just like a couple minutes. I was walking around the stage and I was like, is there a line? Like just freaking <laughs> said it. And it was so funny. So like when this foot fetish thing happened, I yeah. was like, this is so ridiculous. I wonder how... And plus he really was like, well, no, I'm fine. You know what I mean? Like, okay, whatever. And then he would send the same thing. And I thought... Oh, my God. How many times would he send it? Like, I think he only sent it twice, but I made it where he sent it like four times.
0: Yeah. I love that there's like no amount of bad that your feet could have gotten. Like, (laughs) what level could he have been like? No. okay, I'm going to tap out.
1: I don't even know. I guess there's something (laughs) called like COVID-19 feet now or something. So maybe I should say I should have said that like some sort of disease. No, like, no it's gangrene. green i heard
0: that from jay like covid toe i don't want to look it up i don't want that image in my head
1: i might look it up right after this i'm super do curious not. like what is it why is it
0: safe search off
1: he said it was like purple so that's yeah uh, and i really do have eczema like i have like i'm like i have a tattoo <laughs> that triggered eczema and it's annoying it's like just one tiny spot and it's I don't like wearing sandals
0: oh, I hate wearing sandals anyways Jesus that's that's a bad move yeah as, a, as like a white dad sandals is a bad move yeah like it's just always a bad call
1: that's what I always say as a white dad <laughs> yeah that joke honestly uh, I did it at LOL when I opened for Tom Green uh, or when I featured for Tom Green and like one show it did good and then the next show I think that they were like drunk and they wanted to get on <laughs> with the show and so like I lost them and then I had to like throw in like improvise jokes or whatever right or like somebody heckled me that's right they called out like pay me or send some money and i'll do it or like something like that like something fucking stupid and i was like oh yeah did you just ruin my joke
0: (laughs) yeah so if you have like a repetition joke or especially like a timing slash repetition joke i'm sure somebody jumping in on that would totally fuck it up
1: Yeah, yeah yeah it totally does so i had to like Roll with it. But I saved it in the end. But it ended up being where they were just like, huh. yeah, but I tried it all weekend just because like when you have sometimes like it's okay if if it doesn't work the first time I was actually talking to something somebody about this recently. And they were like, dude, I thought, oh, it was Jason. Jason was like, you know what? The problem with that joke is you don't do it enough. And I was like, excuse me? And (laughs) he's like, well, no, you just it's a repetition joke. And people like you have to just keep working on it. And then I divorced him because that was an insult. I
0: am going to keep things moving to the last thing, which is what you're writing about now. And you already said like you you said the joke about cops going after people that look like themselves.
1: Oh, that's so so dumb. Yeah, that's underdeveloped thought. Yeah,
0: I normally don't write about what's going on, like current events. But it's really hard for me. Like when I sit down and try to write right now. It's really hard for me not to let that seep into my set, which is not me.
1: I think that it's good to, like, of course I've written COVID jokes or whatever and I like my COVID jokes, especially because like I have one of them about an online show that I did and I'm going to keep that. Like, I, I really like right. it. I've been writing kind of, kind of uh, about current events in that I'm making fun of them right now, but mostly I'm working on things about like culture and identity and trying to yeah. get this grasp on this whole fascination with labeling people as Latinos and stuff like that. So that's kind of what I'm working on because Latinos is a term that's only used in the U.S. and it's annoying. And
0: really, I don't, I don't know this.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess it's a, a label that the government gave a, a, a brown people. <laughs> Shit. And they were like. This will encompass everyone, but like outside of the US, like if you're from Colombia or you're living in Colombia, you would say I'm Colombian. You know what I mean? Right. You're living in Puerto Rico. You're Puerto Rican. Right. They don't use the term Latino. So I guess I've been playing a lot with that just because I sound like a graham cracker. You know, (laughs) I don't sound Mexican. I don't speak Spanish. So a lot of the jokes that I've been doing right now is kind of going back and making fun of how I I'm a, a shitty Uh Mexican, you know, like I think the joke that the I think it's kind of stupid, but the joke that I've been trying on stage and that I wrote during COVID-19 is about like how I identify as Peruvian, Mexican, and Spanish, but I get mixed reviews when I say I'm just PMS. (laughs) So and that always gets a like a good quick laugh, you know, and I'm like, cool. Well, not always. I just tried it on stage when I hosted a couple of weeks ago, but all weekend it worked, and I was like, hell yeah, dude. Nice. I wrote that and I didn't get to open mic it really, you know?
0: It's only happened with like one or two jokes where I've gone like paper to stage and it's like, boom, it's kind of there. It doesn't happen often for me.
1: Yeah, well, the only things that ever work that way are quick setup punches. And honestly, Twitter is like my best friend. I'm ridiculous on Twitter. I looked at it the other day and I have over 11,000 tweets and I'm like, shit, what have I been doing?
0: You just joined last year or what?
1: No, 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 I've been on (laughs) there forever. Oh God, my first tweets are probably really inappropriate which is why i have them limited view like i don't even i don't have twitter. you can't go back that far on my twitter because i fly off in the mouth a lot
0: yeah tori's not getting canceled yeah from now you're good
1: no i'm i'm canceling people left and right yeah <laughs>
0: thank you so much for being on
1: yeah of course dude thanks for having me